Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Spilling the Shea with Agape. Today I have a special guest, one of my dear friends, Helena. So me and Helena have been friends for not too long, like a couple years now. Yeah, a couple um, years. A couple years and we met through university, through the whack-ass university we attended, but that's a separate <laughs> discussion. But um, why don't we just start off by like you telling a little bit about yourself, what are you doing now, and then maybe tell the audiences how we met. Okay, okay. I guess I should start with the how we met story because yeah. it kind of leads into what I'm doing now. <laughs> Um, Agape and I met in this writing prep course. Mm -hmm. Um, We were both trying to get into business administration at the university that we attended. And as soon as I entered the course, like, I noticed her and her aura and her energy. (laughs) This girl, she really an astrologist, bro. (laughs) Yeah, but I was like, ooh, I'm getting some Scorpio energy arising, Libra. (laughs) The way I'm a Leo. But, you know, I walked into the prep course and I was just like, wow, like, I really like her vibes and, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit next to her and let's just, like, see how this, like, course goes. Um, Was just, like, excited to learn and it was nice to see, like, a friendly new face. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, as the course went on, we got closer and closer. Um, We kind of parted ways a little bit um, because she attended a different campus than the one that I was at. Um, But then we reconnected towards the later half of college and picked up right where we left off yeah 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 and and to kind of add on to that I literally you guys like laser focused spotted on her because (laughs) she had like similar aura energy where like she was just the light of the room and I was like I like that hoe I'm gonna go like get to know her so it was kind of like a mutual situation where I was like we both just instantly you know those people you just instantly hit it off with them Helena's one of them for me and I was and then of course you know the distance kind of took us apart a little Definitely. bit but she like I, I don't even I think we just like hung out one time and yes. then just yes. picked back up literally just off. picked up um I remember we went to Gasworks for those of you who are in the Seattle area mm-hmm. and then went to get food and like we're just able to have those like four hour car conversations you know that you're able to have with certain friends and just talk about life and I know that when I have those conversations with people that like we're connected on another level and it's just a really Mm -hmm. good friendship and like one of those lifelong friendships and I mean it doesn't hurt that she's legitimately the funniest person (laughs) I know (laughs) (laughs) I know Ananya on the previous podcast was saying y'all have elite humor join I'm trying to join the club like (laughs) honestly (laughs) I feel like I, this is my humor like I love it like she cracks me up um we stay laughing you too girl <laughs> yeah every time I hang out with Helena I know it's gonna be a like a laugh fest like we're yeah. just going to crack each other up <laughs> and like and then she, uh, we're gonna get into this with the episode right. but she's just like a real one in every regard so oh, I'm very glad that we like picked up and can, reconnected after some time even though we were both like sliding each other's insta dms <laughs> for like the whole time we knew each other but I feel like this past year has really brought us closer Definitely. and like it was like fast friends but right. not in an unhealthy way yeah. which we'll get to in a moment <laughs> <laughs> definitely allowed it to flourish um so yeah. that's pretty much like the story on how we met um and spinning off into like what i'm doing now um back in college i studied business administration um f- focused in finance 
Um, and I had interned at this consulting firm for two summers prior to graduating. Mm-hmm. And so I accepted a full-time offer with them um, in Chicago and started um, right in October, like following June of graduation um, in 2019. Um, so I started with them and I'm still with them currently um, as a consulting analyst. It's been a per- like it's been a bit of a wild ride, but, I think I've enjoyed my experience so far just because of the people that I've met. I think a lot of people will say it's the people that count, da 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 but I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with COVID and everything, I'm back in Seattle now, um, and it's been nice like reconnecting with friends and family and slowing down a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to so far. Thank you so much, Helena, for introducing yourself. We Before we jump into the topic of you know what we're going to be talking about together, we got to start with the tea, the shea that we're drinking. So we have a decaf Earl Grey. Yes. Decaf Earl Grey. And honestly, we're not going to drink caffeine because it's literally 7 p.m. on a Tuesday and we're not in the business of not sleeping for work in the morning. We're still corporate hosts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're still slaves to corporate America. Cheers to that. (laughs) Cheers. So today we're going to be talking about friendship. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the topic that everyone wants to hear about. I feel like the podcasts we've listened to have yes. always been like the ones about friendship are always so juicy Definitely. and interesting. And you really learn a lot about how people, you know, their perceptions of the world right. or how the others, they treat others and others treat them and what their Absolutely. perceptions of that are. So I found that it would be really interesting. And you just every time I talk to you, you just have this profound mindset to bring to the table so i was like i really wanted to have you so the way the structure is gonna work is we're just gonna like go back and forth i have a couple questions for holy sorry helena (laughs) my whole mystery perk came out um and then we'll just go from there and have a conversation all about friendship love this topic for us i know let's let's, get it popping yeah let's get started so helena what qualities do you look for when you're looking for a friend what are the core qualities That's a really good question. (laughs) I think when I look for a friend, um, the number one quality that I look for is loyalty. I think, um, like coming from an immigrant background, I think that's something like our parents have taught us to value is just like, will this person be around you um, and like ride for you through thick and thin? And it's just been something that like means a lot to me Mm -hmm. um, and is like at the forefront of like friendships. but then besides that, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. It has to be generosity following. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yes. Generosity is so important to me. I think, like, for example, um, like, when I go out to eat, like, with my closest friends, like, mm-hmm. I'll pay. And then the following meal, like, another friend will pay. And, like, we'll just go back and forth. And it's, like, for me, it's, like, a really good friendship they treat me how they would treat themselves and vice versa. Yeah, or like, like family exactly. too. Like yeah. generous with your time, generous exactly. with your money, generous with what you have to Literally. give to the other person. That is key when it comes to, because I have the same viewpoint. And I feel like my closest friends or the people that really stand out to me are the ones that like right off the bat, yeah. I can see their generosity at play. 110%. And it, it also, <clears throat> like, it just makes me feel as though like I can't connect to someone if they're not generous because I don't like the person I'm becoming around them. Yeah. Right. Because like you, you notice that they're not generous, so maybe you'll you'll start to be less generous around them because yeah. you know that that's not going to be reciprocated. Yeah. And then I'm just like, wait, like why am I turning into that person? Like, 
yeah that's not me yeah <laughs> and it's like it doesn't i feel like generosity doesn't mean that you buy them a car or like no. you bend over backwards for them it's like when you came over the last time you you were like what you want from starbucks Hell and yeah. i said oh get me an iced chai <laughs> and i was like how much do i owe you you said bitch sit down nothing Cl- what do you close mean? your mouth uh, yeah and what like, in the caucasity <laughs> exactly like that is that's first of all amazing but that's like the type of generosity we're talking about like you you think you put others before yourself without even thinking Mm -hmm. about it and i feel like there's a lot of people that don't have that quality but the people that do are the ones where like you gravitate towards them and you Mm want to keep them in your life a hundred and ten percent i think it's so important to have that yeah um yeah Definitely. So what other qualities do you think, aside from loyalty and generosity, is there anything else that comes to mind right off the bat? Definitely. I think the other big one for me is growth. Like how, Ah. how much does that like individual push me to grow and Mm -hmm. push me to just think outside of like the box that I live in. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think for most of my close friends, if not all, I think all of them, honestly, um, after every conversation I have with them, whether it's a text, whether it's an article that they send me, a podcast that they tell me to listen to, I leave that interaction and I'm like, I, I'm opened to a perspective that I didn't have before. And that's like that's so beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I have some friendships I've had for 10 <clears throat> years and we've grown and developed as people like so much. And it's because we've allowed ourselves that like room to grow and like pushed ourselves and challenged ourselves and um we are definitely like that yeah like uh, like <laughs> I, conversations. we have so yeah. many conversations about yeah. just like life society like relationships all of that stuff and like that challenge to to grow and change and adapt is is what i really value yeah and i mean it's like i feel like you have sent me so many podcasts or articles where you're like oh you should check this out or quotes or like even instagram memes but they're (laughs) not memes they're just like inspirational things yeah and then it's like it hits right because this year and just in general with with things happening in life that are difficult yeah like having you just know exactly what to say at the right time so it's like and every time we hang out like you guys, I can't even put into words. Like we talk about love, we talk about dating from the perspective of growing up in a super religious background because we yeah. grew up in the same um, or, or religion and mm-hmm. or the Orthodox Church, mm-hmm. and then like you know sex, and we talk about careers, we talk about all of these different topics Definitely. where it's like, like actually, you guys, a little side comment. When I got my layoff notice, it was like a pivotal moment in terms in a bad way in my life and I called my family and I called like three friends and Helena was one of the first people that I spoke to even though we weren't like bestie bestie friends like I just knew that when I picked up the phone and called her that like what she was gonna say was gonna be profound and it was going to inspire me to want to keep going with the job search to keep going with trying to find a job and like because some people are like damn that sucks or they won't even listen right like we're gonna get into toxic qualities (laughs) in a moment but it's just that to me is someone who is like oh yeah like do this and think about things in this perspective and having that growth mindset huge you guys that's mad cute okay gafe put me in my feels or whatever (laughs) which is not a cry (laughs) i know right (laughs) little tears coming down my face yeah no like i 
I appreciate agape so much, and I know, like, you would do the same for me, yeah. right? Like, and that's the thing, like, going back to, like, generous with your energy, even, mm-hmm. like, like, literally, like, I will answer the phone for the people I love in a heartbeat, and I expect the same if I'm going yeah. through it, right? Yeah. Um, and for some people, like, that's high expectations, and that's cool. Maybe we don't belong in <clears throat> each other's yeah. lives, but it's just, it's really important for me to, like, feel, feel secure. Yeah. Um, and I think the last like really important quality I look for in a friend is if they allow me to like show up as my full self like I feel like we're both extremely complex people like Mm -hmm. we can be really quiet we can be really extra like we can be sad we can be happy like we have so many different like aspects to our personalities and like sometimes like you'll be interacting with people and they're just like whoa that's a lot like that side of you was like a lot to handle or like oh like why are you like why are you not happy helena today like why are you not like the upbeat fun person Amen. like people like know me as like the fun person mm-hmm. right and so like when you don't show up as like upbeat and like super fun they don't allow you to express yourself as your yeah. full self yeah because um, you're not always that comedian exactly. that shows up in a super energetic sometimes yes. you're like down or sometimes there's shit going on in your exactly. life where you can't like you'd be putting on a show yeah. and the last thing you want to do with the people you classify as your friends is to feel like you're putting on a show and then when you leave that interaction you feel hella drained literally like that's the last thing you would want and i have the similar thing because i'm very energetic and i try to bring comedy in so like i've sometimes been with i now honestly like don't hang out with friends when i'm not like feeling my full self unless Mm -hmm. like they're close and i'm like okay i can talk about these things but like i've had people be like what's wrong with you or where's the full funny agape and it's like well, that's not who I am all the time. And, yeah. like, I'm going through shit. Yeah. So, or, or something else is happening behind the scenes, and I would expect you as my friend to understand those different layers. Literally, so, literally. When people don't... Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you got a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> the other thing, though, that I feel like is kind of woven into the the things you've already mentioned is a sense of humor yes uh, how did i forget yeah that's like that's unspoken (laughs) but like when you just click with someone and they because we have a very odd sense of humor that i feel like some like some people are like elite elite. there we go that's the word anonymous that's what we're gonna use but sometimes like my my humor is self-deprecating or like like when i did this or something to that extent and people are like wait why are you saying that Mm -hmm. and then it's like Ugh, if I have to sit there and explain to you why I said that, or like if you're not sharp, yeah, with like the little subtleties, the yeah, yeah, and like the subtle things that I'm saying that are funny. If you're like, if you, they just go over your head, yeah. it's like I feel like I have to try ten times harder to get you to engage. Yeah, and then it's like when when people don't understand your humor, then it's like eh, I don't really want to keep. You kind of like start explain. getting drained. You're just yeah. like, I just feel like I can't be my authentic self, or like. Yeah. I don't know, like, my wit is not being picked up and, like, reciprocated. Yeah, it is and I'm like, draining. that's cool, but, like, I don't know. It is so draining. And it's like, wait, what does that mean? And you're like, oh, or wait, why did you say that? Wait, yeah. I don't get it. I can't. Yeah. I, I mean, every once in a while, I'll say some <laughs> out-of-this-world stuff, like, where I not even anyone would understand, right. only people in my, like, stupid little brain, <laughs> the little elves that run around and, like, operate the factory that is my brain. Yeah. But most Same. of the time... <laughs> most of of the time it's like like you just have to be on the same wave same wavelength to understand it so if you don't (laughs) definitely like sometimes i realize that like i'll 
I'll like make a comment and like I almost like won't finish my sentence, but like my closest friends know exactly what I'm trying yeah. to say. I'm just like, yeah. oh yeah, and then I will. And they'll just be like, okay, I get what Helena was trying yeah. to say. Yeah. But, like, new people are just like, wait, what? Like, what were you saying? I'm like, yeah. I don't get ah, it. I'm yeah. tired. You know, me, me and one of my friends, like, had, you know, this, a conflict arise. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we were talking through it. And, like, I just, I struggled to be direct. And so, like, I couldn't articulate what I was trying to say. Yeah. And she literally, like, it wasn't even, like, she read my mind in terms of the thought. She read my mind in terms of verbatim, word for word, what I was trying to say. And I said, you are on my wavelength to another extent. That's like, amazing. That is the type of person where that's I'm real. like, okay, that's that's real. But like, yeah. if, if I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that to be my friend. I expect people to read my mind. <laughs> but just like in general, being on the but same wavelength. Like, yeah, but Loki, you need to. <laughs> and usually like that comes with people that have had shared experiences. Right. A lot of immigrants, people of color, I Definitely. tend to really connect with. Not saying that all my friends are like that, but just having that experience usually yeah. connects to people. It, it's easier to just like leave things unexplained, but still have people understand understand it yeah. when they come from like an immigrant background, I think, yeah. or like their first gen. Exactly. Any other qualities you want to mention? I don't know. I think, <clears> think those are like, like the big ones. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> those are the big ones. All right. So let's move into some tea because we are here on Spilling the Shape podcast. So let's move into some juice, if you will. <laughs> what are some red flags that you see in friendships? It could be characteristics, actions, just a feeling you have. What are, what are, just talk me through that. Okay. Um, I think for me, like red flags start with a feeling. Um, yeah. And usually it's, it's kind of like a really good, like, like connection point from like our previous topic, but I usually tend to notice that they don't have the qualities that I look for in a friend mm-hmm. and that turns into a feeling. Yeah. Um, so I start to like feel a certain type of way if they're not generous, right? Um, or if they're not pushing me to grow or, or they come across as like a very stagnant person, like someone who's complacent um, with their life. Um, maybe yeah. like the type of friend who like you give them advice and they don't listen to it and they're just like repeating like the same actions over and over and over yeah. again. Um, so then I start feeling something and it all kind of culminates in like I communicate that to them and then they're not receptive of it. Yeah. And oh, that amen. that is the red flag of the century, right? Like I'm totally fine with you having red flags and, and like as long as you're able to like change and push yourself to grow because we've been at times like in our life mm-hmm. we've been pushed to grow by our friends and our family. Um and that's fine, but if if we were like no, I'm perfectly like great how I am and I don't want to grow and I don't want to change then then what is your like what are your friends and what do your family do yeah. at that point yeah um and they don't see what they're doing as an issue exactly. like they don't want to change and grow yeah. to be better and not saying that like you're the ultimate judge of no, what's better of but not. it's like yeah. you know there's clearly things that you view as red flags or, or that lead to that Definitely. feeling and if they're not willing to address it or change it yeah then what can you do yeah i think it like, I, I kind of broke down what I was thinking as we're speaking, but I think it kind of stems from, like, an arrogance or a narcissism mm-hmm. of the individual just thinking that they don't need to change. And, like, there's nothing yeah. that they need to change. And so um, I think a lack of humility is a really bad red flag. Because, yeah. like, I, like, I am always 
like humble to the like opinions of my loved ones like mm-hmm. if y'all have a problem with me like you can feel free and comfortable to tell me exactly how it is and i'll like be receptive mm-hmm. of that um and i've come to expect the same like you know like giving and receiving but if i don't get that then i'm just like shit what do yeah. i do yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like you're if, if someone's not willing to receive feedback mm-hmm. on and it's not even like you like i said critiquing it's like no. this is what you're doing and this is how it's making me feel yeah and i mean to to play not devil's advocate but i've been on the other side of that yeah where i didn't even notice that i was doing something hurtful to a friend mm-hmm. and even if there were like small things but yeah. then when they addressed it I did everything in my power to change it. Exactly. Right? And like that's growth. Yeah. And that and and now I know like, you know, I'm a better person because of it. But if you are in that situation, you can't recognize what you did wrong or what is what's wrong about this characteristic that's being right. brought up and like acknowledge the feelings of someone else, then what is that really it clearly doesn't yeah. matter to you to to change or to make that person feel more more comfortable no literally and and i think that like genuinely makes your relationship stronger with another person when you're able to have that back and forth dialogue yeah um and same like i've I've definitely been on the receiving end of like hey like i didn't like xyz Mm -hmm. that you did and i was like oh shit like i didn't think that's like how i was making you feel but i'm sorry for making you feel that way like you know what i mean and just having that conversation um is really helpful and i think a lot of people are scared to communicate because they think that means people will leave yeah but and if they do leave if, then that's fine that's a red flag in <laughs> exactly itself, right? like you know like you're just yeah. not meant to be um but yeah no th- that's probably like my biggest red flag yeah i would say like to kind of add into that people that are not happy for your successes like there have been so many situations where I've pursued career passions, I've pursued, you know, personal projects, I've pursued so many different things, or just little things in life, like losing weight, or, you know, gaining whatever skill, Mm -hmm. and it's like people that, or or gaining more appreciation for something, people that aren't willing to celebrate that with you, you or cheer you on, and it doesn't even have to be that they're trying to tear you down, but if they don't acknowledge that that's what you're doing is cool and support you in that, what what are you then? Exactly. If you're just, like, if you're a friend, the whole point of having, or of being a friend is to be supportive of one another and to help each other grow, to mm-hmm. our points earlier, so it's like, if you aren't happy for my successes, if you're not cheering me on in the same way I'm cheering you on, what are we doing here (laughs) exactly i think it's like you know just adding on to what you said as well it's like when your energy is not received right like yeah you're going so hard for this these individuals right like you consider them family almost like Mm -hmm. i consider all my close friends family Mm -hmm. and if if you're doing that for someone and then like like you're you know really excited about xyz project in your life job whatever it may be and then they're just not present um, and totally understandable. Like if you have hella shit going on in your yeah, life, yeah. family, it's it's Covidad. Like we understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like twenty twenty is it's, yeah. it's rough. Like we we get it. But you know, if everything on the outside seems to be fine, but you're just not present for me, um, I'm just gonna question your intentions. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you just like it when I'm cheering you on? Yeah. Um, or like to our points earlier do you want someone to just entertain you or like i've been in i I feel like for for a lot of friendships i turn into more of a listener 
and like I'm like oh I retain the information yeah. that you're telling me and like then I'll the next time we connect I'll ask you about it yes. or I'll try to see like oh how's this how's this person how's this pursuit that you're doing and it's like you almost appreciate what I'm giving you yeah. but then you don't reciprocate so it's like you're getting a little fan right. or a friend out of it and then what am I getting I'm feeling drained because when yeah. I leave that interaction I'm like well what yeah. did I get out of that exactly Just, you know my ear full of information yeah and it's so. it's hard because I think we're both like very active listeners like yeah. when we're like engaging with people and I think you go through life and you realize that like people are hearing but they're not listening Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really difficult because you're just like, are, did you hear what I said? Or, yeah. Or like, did you like re- listen. listen to what yeah. I said? Yeah. Um, because it just feels like it like went over your head. Because like, if you did listen to what I said, you would know that X Y Z project was very important for me, mm-hmm. and you would have been present and cheering me on. Yeah. But you just heard it. Yeah. And to to add on to that, it doesn't even have to be successes. It's like when you're going through shit in your life, mm-hmm. like like how I told you about the one of the first people that I called regarding the layoff like you checked in you even through a text it doesn't even have to be a grandiose thing one of my other friends when I told her about it the next day drove two hours to come hang out with me for the day and it's like those are the behaviors of the people that are close in your life where you're like I'm checking in on you I want to make sure you're okay how's this going because you explained to me that you have this horrible thing but like if I tell you about something as huge as a layoff or this huge difficult situation that I'm dealing with and you are not engaged you're not listening and then you're also not gonna follow through and ask how I'm doing like again what what are you what are we doing here exactly because the the point of a friend and the point of any relationship is for you is for both parties to fulfill one another so if you don't feel fulfilled if you feel like you're drained what's the point a hundred percent i'm already drained by my coworkers. i'm drained <laughs> by my work <laughs> i don't need any more draining i need more fulfilling and 100%. that's what relationships should be so so important <laughs> yeah wow agape's oh, really? yeah. <laughs> filling in the facts yeah <laughs> honestly so what other red flags can you think of when it comes to like qualities and friends i think another one would have to be like boundaries i think amen (laughs) i think if someone doesn't respect your boundaries after you've communicated them um and it can be as as simple as like hey i'm going through a rough time i need space Mm -hmm. or um like hey like i don't like talking about this topic i'm like not ready to or whatever it may be like whatever that boundary is in your life um if they don't respect it then it's definitely going to cause a lot of issues in that in that friend dynamic. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like when you I, I don't know about you, but I'm like very pa- not passive, but it's really hard for me to be direct with people. Same. Very hard. So like when I when I communicate what I like and I don't like, what makes me feel comfortable, what doesn't, and people don't make an active cha- you know effort to change or an active effort to address it or they're just like oh that's like not an issue or oh that's not legit yeah and almost devalue what you're saying kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier like it's just it just makes you feel little and it makes you feel unheard and again those are not qualities that you want to have in a friend I feel like the the overarching thing that we're saying here is like your friends should fulfill you if you should feel amazing after leaving your friends and you shouldn't have those feelings of like there's something off or yeah like it should just be easy it should be natural and that's what i i've always found with like the friendships that have been really successful in my life or i don't have to make an effort 
um, at least like emotionally or mentally to connect with them. It's like, I don't have to try to reach through 77 barriers. It's like, they, we just click and then we both know the value in each other's life and we can both, you know, make time for one another because we value one another in our lives. Right. And I think, like, there's beauty. Like, I think for a really long time I struggled with, like, like just my lack of ability to speak up or, like, my mm, same yeah. difficulty, like, communicating when I probably should have. Um, but I think there's beauty in that because when you're someone who doesn't communicate frequently but you really feel compelled to share i think people should really listen right because mm-hmm. it took you a lot to do that so it means it's really bothering you right yeah and that's why it's almost like to your point like that's why it's almost even more invalidating because it's not the person who always has something to say or you know like always has an issue or it, like a wrong that they want to bring up it's the person who hasn't said anything for like three years but yeah finally. they're really fed up yeah yeah <laughs> and they said exactly. hey like this is bothering me and like i need you to fix it so yeah. we can like just keep building yeah um and if at that point like that person was to be like i don't care then you'd be like wow like yeah you, you legitimately don't care about anything i have to say yeah the last thing I want to mention as it relates to like qualities uh, in my opinion of a toxic friend or red flags is like I feel like a lot of times I put a lot of effort into my friendships whether that's seeing them whether that's you know giving them things or whether that's showing my affection and I I've had conversations like this with other people in the past where it's like I feel like it's not being reciprocated like for me when i put in effort when i put in when i'm willing to drive when i'm willing to you know bend over backwards when i have a million things going on in my life and you're not willing to do the same or to some extent Mm -hmm. like if i'm always the one reaching out to hang out if i'm always the one that's suggesting we go do things i'm always the one that's you know paying for shit whatever whatever that looks like i feel like for me it just again shows like you don't respect my our friendship and it's one-sided and you're getting something out of it and i'm not and if anything like i'm just feeling frustrated and i'm giving so much because i don't feel like like, if, if I don't reach out, we're not going to hang out. We're not going to see... We're not going to talk. Right. Right? And right. at a certain point, it's like, this shit's exhausting. Right. <laughs> and I feel like those, like, relationships have, like, a timestamp. Like, they will wind yeah. up fizzling out at some yeah. point. Because it's just not sustainable, right? Like, one person can't be putting in 80% effort. And the other... And, and yeah. the other person's just, like, barely putting it in 20, right? Yeah. Um, at a certain point, you're just going to get exhausted. And whether that be, like, you stop reaching out or you build a lot of resentment for that individual to the point where you, you can't even be around them. Yeah. Because you just... You have so many things that are... We're just, like, left unsaid. And yeah. it's just... It's over for that friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was having a conversation um, with one of my friends the other day, actually, kind of like spinning off of what Mm -hmm. you were saying. And like, I I feel like we go out of our way to go out of our way for the people that we really, really love. Um, And like, I feel like that's also something that I've just had to examine, like in my friendships to make sure I'm like being healthy and Mm -hmm. how much I give. Because I feel like I even feel like a certain degree of guilt when I'm not extremely present in the lives of my friends to the point where it could be like, I don't know, you saw my like close friends story. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this girl really put like 
like spent 16 like plus hours like texting and it's like a lot of the times it'll just be like me engaging like with close friends throughout the day or like whatever it may be and I definitely enjoy those conversations but I think sometimes it comes at the expense of me like being in the middle of a task or Mm -hmm. like having something going on in my life but like for me it's like I'll set that aside because like my friends need me like in my head it's like they need me like in this moment and I need to respond you know what I mean and like but that's also another like boundary I need to we need to set within ourselves to make sure that like we feel fulfilled and don't overextend ourselves because I like I think some other people like have a healthier balance of that in their lives and like there's definitely friends who who have that boundary and are still generous as hell and like I love them dearly um but I think sometimes it can get really unhealthy for us if we're like doing more for others than we will do for ourselves amen next question for you i feel like this is something that kind of ties into what we were talking about before but what are some signs what are some feelings that you have where you know a friendship has reached its expiration date you know shit's over and it can be small it doesn't have to be like they bombed my house like it could be smaller things <laughs> like that like <laughs> when i'm a middle eastern person talking about bombing sorry sorry <laughs> oh my god but, it is trump's america <laughs> oh of course cheers to that oh election my next god. week oh hell yes oh yeah okay good <laughs> vote everyone please vote <laughs> please do honestly um but how do i know a friendship has ended this one honestly is very straightforward for me Mm. it's when i feel like very neutral towards the person like there's no positive or negative emotions associated with them i almost just don't care like Mm. i like they text me i don't care like you know what i mean like i see what they're doing in their life i don't care like i just don't care and it's it's not like a i don't care like emotions behind it it's like just like that's cool but i don't really care like just very like neutral um and at that point i'm like ooh, i can't and i just can't get myself back into the mindset of engaging with that person it's like my my body like my mind my soul has just let them go and i wish them nothing but positive things out of their life because that's just the kind of people we are Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like i don't want them to have that same placement within my life well is it like because they did something or is it just like the relationship fizzled out and now it's neutral or like i guess there's situations for both but i'm just curious because like that's not the answer i was expecting yeah um i think it's it it could have been that they did something um but after i've gone through like that process of like forgiveness Mm -hmm. i like i feel very like neutral towards someone yeah um because even when a relationship fizzles out like you both just kind of part ways yeah you're still neutral but it's like you there's nothing really there's not really a point you come to exactly where you're like well i'm just gonna move forward with my life and they are too it's like well i'm just you know whatever this person exists but like it's when they did you dirty yeah and then you come to a point and then it's like okay well yeah no definitely I, I think, yeah, I, I would totally have to agree, like, with everything you said. It's it, it's different, too. Like, when you just fizzle out, like, I'm still open and receptive mm-hmm. to the possibility of, like, oh, hey, like, if our paths cross again in the future, like, I'd totally be down to um, be friends again with those kind of, like, fizzle out friendships. Maybe you move to different cities or, I don't mm-hmm. know, just, like, life took you different directions um, versus, like, the person where 
um they either it's like they did you dirty or it's like evident you don't have the same values and like i'm very 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 big on like morals and values and just like my like just as an individual i have a very strong sense of right and wrong in my head that like i realize a lot of people don't really like operate like that yeah um for real just by getting disappointed like hella (laughs) right um but as soon as i like notice that i'm just like it's you know like a really good friend like pointed out she's like it's not that like they're a bad person you just see the world differently and so that's where like that feeling of like being neutral like comes in it's like if someone like doesn't have the same like morals and, and values as you like that's fine like as long as they're not mm-hmm. a malicious person but mm-hmm. like I-, I can't build with you because we don't see the world in the same ways yeah like you you don't operate the same way i operate and that's gonna cause a problem yeah um versus like someone who did me dirty i might just be like well screw I fr- you. Yeah, yeah screw you um and then eventually be like you're forgiven and then eventually be like i feel neutral yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like i i feel like that's a really good point to make like just because you part ways with someone that doesn't mean that they're bad or that yeah. they're toxic exactly Th- that uh, most times nine times out of ten that's not the case mm-hmm. it's just like you've grown you've developed it to who you want to be and how you view the world and that person is just different and yeah that that's something that's really hard to accept yeah and i feel like you have to experience it like when you i feel like it's it's almost like a heartbreak when you're younger yeah and then when you get older it's like okay no this is not a heartbreak this is just an an acceptance of the fact that i still care for that person but it's just time to to move on and if the universe brings us back together then so be it in the future but for now, like, I, I have to see my own path forward, and that path forward doesn't include this person. Definitely. At this point in time. Very painful. Like, losing yeah. a friend is very painful. Um, because they're, like, they know you. Like, they're, they you're know. tight with them. And oftentimes, they know your family, or they know your other <sighs> yeah. friends. They know, they're you know integrated. your situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel like, for me, um, how I know a friendship has ended is when I feel tired. Mm. Like, it's kind of, it's it's not even a sense of being neutral. It's, like they could have done me wrong or even not done me wrong whatever the case may be if the thought of seeing them or texting them gets me down mm. i or, or not gets me down just exhausts me yeah i'm like the, why th- there's no purpose for this relationship in my life definitely and it's a harsh realization to come to because to our point earlier like there's so much invested in a lot of people we love hard we love hard and it's it's so hard to view that as like well i love this person but are they the best for me right now Mm -hmm. and that for me is like i've had to come to that realization you know for a lot of friendships and relationships in my life where like they're great people and i wish them all the best but right now like, I, I feel exhausted by them. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're not on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And I need to, like, let them go. And it's it's so difficult. It's so difficult. So yeah. difficult to do. And no one tells you yeah. how to do it. No one tells you when the line... It's not like... Like like I said, if someone bombed your house or someone <laughs> shot your mom, like, you would know how to <laughs> cut them off. No, literally. But, like, they don't even have to be toxic. Yeah. Like, they could just... Be, di- be like too different too different you. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and you don't get the same fulfillment and exactly. that 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 relationship might have served you when you were 18 19 yes. 20 21 22 but like when you're 25 the relationship doesn't serve you anymore and that's fine 
That's um, like, I guess I have like a question for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's doing her reverse Uno card on the host. <laughs> I mean, I think you might have already answered it, I guess, in your mm-hmm. response just now. But like, how difficult would it be for you to to kind of like part ways with a friend you've had for like five plus years? Or like, has that, have you experienced that? Like, how yeah. was that for you? <sighs> Girl. Yeah, it's really difficult. And like, it literally feels like a, a heartbreak because like because someone's been in your life um and even if they don't know every little grueling detail about you but like you've invested your time your energy into them Mm -hmm. um you've invested you know they know about you you know about them and there's you know that investment there so it can be really difficult and it's like i i have experienced that but to my point earlier it gets to a point where like you have to put yourself first and no one tells you to do that no one tells you that you know, at a certain point, if a friendship's not fulfilling you, if, if a friendship's not making you feel happy, then you need to move on. Right. So I don't know if that answered no, your question. It did. Okay. It did. That's literally how I talk in like meetings. Did that answer your question? <laughs> this is literally a meeting. I know. But honestly, it's like, so hard. <laughs> I do be like that. Honestly, I feel yeah. like I'm my corporate voice is coming out oh yeah but <laughs> yeah she's turning into helena like <laughs> helena's gone literally so sorry y'all. yeah but <laughs> i am curious though another question for you do you Hi. feel like a friendship can be rekindled after you've gotten to the point where you feel like it's ended i uh, never say never um mm. but i've yet to experience that i think yeah. um i think what happens is like I go from a place of like a hundred percent investment to like I'm just I'm a very like zero or a hundred type person. Mm-hmm. So I'm either like all the way out or I'm all, all the way, way in. Yeah. Um so if you've got me at a point where I'm all the way out, it's just really difficult like to get me to be back at all the way in. So I think like this isn't fair to them, which I think is why it like it hasn't happened. It would it would be a position where like they would have to be going two hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah. and like I would just be like, like seeing like what, what changes they made. Improvements, yeah, exactly. You put them on a performance. I'm improvement dead plan. ass. Like you're literally like, okay, like let me evaluate you yeah. for the next three months while you go 200 percent on this friendship. Like let me find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's definitely it would have to be one of those situations, and I think, um, like because of like the nature of those like dynamics i don't think um i could see that person going 200 mm-hmm. percent for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel like because you you get into conflicts or fights with your friend and sometimes those last months mm-hmm. sometimes you don't talk for months or weeks or however long yeah um or you have a falling out but like then when it come when it gets to a point where like you want to rekindle that and i've been in these situations before it can work if both people are putting in the effort to make it work Mm -hmm. but i've never to your point experienced like feeling like this person is out i i don't have the energy to deal with them and then having that rekindled because like you 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 said that for a reason you cut them out for not cut them out but like fizzled them out if you will for for a reason. reason right so unless that changes unless they like did a 360 and just are different Mm -hmm. then how did how is that going to work because then you're just going to fall into the same trap where you're like oh well this person is doing the same shit because you know surprise they're the same person yeah i'm not like 
I don't know. I it's feel like hard. 2020 has taught me that, like, I'm not in the business of being disappointed anymore. Yeah. Right? Yo, on a side note, you guys, 2020 has really shown who Oof. the real ones are and who the snakes are. Yeah. Like, who has been, who was there for facts. you? Who is your your support in your rock? And then who has just made this year even harder? Yeah, and yeah definitely. And it's, it's wild. Yeah. We've, it's, we've both gone through our fair share of shit this year. Yeah. And I think, like... They, like I like there's been some friends who have genuinely like left me speechless like mm-hmm. in like the love that I've received from them like like whether it was like my birthday or mm-hmm. coming through when I was like really down and and like just realizing that like that is possible like mm-hmm. people like that exist and you shouldn't settle for anything less than those Amen. individuals yeah when you are you yourself are that type of an individual mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think it's been a blessing it's yeah, been a real good blessing. It's this been year. a hard pill to swallow, yeah. but you deserve better when you're when mm-hmm. you have friends that are just kind of stagnant and they're not like the your friends on your birthday, like the whole setup <laughs> and the the balloons I was and the brunch. I I was like, wow, like that. Those people are the real ones, yeah. like that are willing to do like that want to do so much and make sure that your birthday is perfect like yeah. even something it's not small but like even things like that yeah where it's like yeah the, i know i'd be having my and, thug cry on the side yeah one little tear it doesn't even have to be grandiose in yeah. fact i feel like the the bigger the the thing is like it's the small things that count most like yeah. that you're there for them when they need someone to talk to and you can come over and watch tv and like yeah. you know cheer them up it doesn't have you're to be you're just doing a grand... life with them yeah like you're that's the thing with like really good friendships it's like you're just present like yeah you're present in any way that individual needs you to be present like yeah. that that's all that matters and knowing how that individual needs you to be present because people Period. change in the same way yeah. that they needed you to show up as a friend or wanted you to show up five years ago is different than they need you now because they've grown and changed if you can't see that growth and that change and see how to you know and, mm-hmm. and if you haven't grown and changed to want the same things or yeah. similar things it's not gonna work not at all and like agape can see it but i'm like nodding yeah hella her head is about to fall off y'all she's nodding i'm just like the i loved it beautifully worded it's so true like yeah wow like i think that's what i mean like you like real friends allow you the room to change and like become the person that like you want to become um and they allow you like room and space to do so because i think sometimes people get stuck like going back to what we were saying in the beginning um with their expectations of like who you are and who they know you to be and as soon as you change whether that be like i don't know just like personality wise or your like your interests yeah. or like mm-hmm. your desires out of life they're just like oh i don't i don't know this person right? yeah like and i mean bad example but like maybe like you are the type of person who like really liked going out back in the day and like now you're just like no like i'm into fitness i don't drink anymore and like that person can't accept this new version of you yeah that's gonna cause a conflict because you're like i'm not that person anymore like sorry i can't be who i was when i was 21 but people change people change and grow and evolve yeah and like if you're not on board for that what are you doing Mm -hmm. and you can't expect for someone to never change and evolve and grow you can't expect for people's interests and hobbies and passions not to change with their age and their new experiences right so like if you're stuck in the past and you're expecting something of a friend it's never it's never gonna work to your point so good girl and by (laughs) the way you guys i'm very curious like 
to engage the audience, slide in the DMs of at Spilling the Shade on Instagram. Tell me what when you know a friendship has ended. Because mm-hmm. I, I know there's a lot of people that are older than me that listen to these, um, you know, in their late 20s, early 30s, things like that. So I'm curious, like, if you've had experiences, please share them because I would love to hear. So. Not, you need to tell me about <laughs> these responses. Oh, hell yes. We, <laughs> love, we live for it. Last question I have for you. I know we've gone on like 67 tangents, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I feel like we, I kind of want to talk about kind of a little bit of a lighthearted or a upbeat ending in terms of like, how do you make new friends? Although maybe that's not an upbeat ending because shit's hard, especially <laughs> after undergrad when you part <laughs> ways with, you know, yeah. or you're not in classes anymore with the same people your age. So like, how do you make new friends? Yeah, that's, that's a hard one outside of like a work context because yeah. I think... I have an understanding of how to do it when it comes to work, mm-hmm. but I think I'm still discovering it um, outside of work. I guess in Me work, too. yeah. Um, what's like, what's been really helping is like getting into like, whether it be like work clubs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We call them ERGs, employee resource groups, etc. That like you're passionate about um and then like meeting like-minded people yeah um and doing like side projects that you're interested in at work Mm -hmm. and then like eventually like from those like interactions in those groups um once you're one-on-one with people i feel like you're able to see whether or not you connect like on an like that's what happened with us right like we got one-on-one and we're like oh okay like we really connect and that's happened this past month for me um at work like i've connected with um, two new people and it's just simply been like we've got onto like one-on-one calls and then we're like oh shit like we're like we both we, really get yeah, along like yeah. you know what I mean like I had a conversation with this one girl um this past week and she's talking about like um like manifesting shit and your yeah. life <laughs> and like abundance and I'm like eating it up I'm like yes like that's what I'm trying Queen, to get out of my life yeah, yeah and like the conversation was just so good like she's from an immigrant background too and it was just like okay like i can like see myself being friends with this person mm-hmm. like they're pushing themselves to grow i'm also receiving the, yeah. re- yeah. like giving back and it was just like a dope interaction yeah i think outside of work um it's challenging with this with like with this covid, COVID yeah. like in this covid universe i think previously um <sighs> i would say if you're really like like set on making new friends you have to move to a city where socializing is a part of the culture Um, so not seattle so not (laughs) seattle i am sorry like to break it for you um i think it was pretty easy like when i was in chicago a lot of the people like in the midwest like their culture is very like open and like Mm -hmm. friendly so if you're at a coffee shop if you're at like whatever function um people will talk to you imagine right like wow. how's your day Unheard like what of. are you up to i like your outfit whatever it may be and it'll spark a conversation and if you all really get along it'll turn into a friendship yeah and like it's happened before for me and mm-hmm. in chicago at least um in seattle it's real difficult man yeah um, you're you're kind of like talking to a brick wall at times yeah with, with for real people. we're closed off here yeah, yeah. and it's wild and and you realize this because, like, I have a friend from D.C. and she's like, yo, like, you're not Seattle energy, dude. Like, yeah. you're, you, Agape, <laughs> are also not Seattle energy. Like, we're, we're not the norm here, which yeah. is difficult because it's very difficult to find, like, the people who are like us. In yeah. In terms of, like, just, like, open and, like, willing to engage past their 
like circle of high school and and college friends right yeah like there's a it's very like difficult here to break into a friend group yeah um that's been established since high school Um, yeah which is ridiculous which is crazy yeah they're just like nope like the the no new friends like phrase was invented here i swear to god yeah (laughs) for real but you know what's interesting like I feel like at work, it's really, it's not easy because mm-hmm. like, I mean, you, there's a lot more young, youthful, I guess, yeah. people at, at your company. At yeah. mine, there's like not very many at all. Yeah. It's kind of an older, more traditional company with a lot of older people. But in general, like the people that I've met and really connected with from work have been because we have that thing in common or right. because we have something else in common, we were able to build off of it. But like outside of work, that is a huge question mark. I think to your point, it's a product of our surroundings, like being here in this city. I've never lived outside of Washington state. And I recently, like in the past five years, moved to Seattle prior. I was living a couple hours north, but it's Mm -hmm. like in each environment, there was never like a lot of people I could really connect. It was always like, I really had to dig for the people that I could connect with. Right. Even if they were like, you know, they were also Egyptian or they also had similar, you know, um, same school, university, whatever, yeah. same, whatever the the hell it is. But it's like to build a connection for someone who, to what we talked about earlier, yeah. has the qualities that I look for in a friend is difficult. But I think like what I've researched and what I've seen in my limited experience with making friends outside of work is like, it comes down to joining those clubs or finding right. like-minded people that you're able to connect with and it's really hard i mean pre pre rona was yeah. hard right now it's hard. hard but that's that's one of the reasons why like for me i want to move to an area that has more people that i feel like i could connect with or has more people that have this similar has more people in general um, has like similar just interests people. yeah <laughs> but yeah I, i'm not saying it's impossible to make yeah. friends here but i'm just like that to me is like I, i'm ready for definitely a new environment meeting new people yeah. things like that um but and it is really hard it's hard and also just like like being mindful of that connection um like what like what is your like purpose of like like developing this relationship and friendship Mm -hmm. with this person i think like time is so precious i've realized yeah like yeah there's so much that we want to do and pursue in life and we have really amazing people in our lives so when you're interacting with a friend i think or like a new friend or a possible friend etc what is your purpose in in that relationship because i'm not like one to be like no new friends but i want to feel like there's going to be growth out of this new relationship Mm -hmm. um instead of just like oh just someone cool to like kick it with uh i have like besties for that like yeah like chill like i I don't need someone to like kick it with like yeah let's grow together yeah i think that's ties into like the older you get the more you realize that like you don't want people to go clubbing with because like first of all who goes clubbing with grown-up but even pre-rona i really wasn't um but like it's you want someone to come over and watch harry potter or like literally come over and talk about like life and what your goals are and someone who's gonna support you in those exactly and the reality is is like a lot of people are not don't are not going to invest that kind of energy, energy so it's someone. like to find that is also challenging it's a lot so like maybe we expect too much <laughs> i think so i, I think yeah. it's a lot <laughs> yeah but you know with with rona ending 
inshallah over in the, in the near future Fingers we crossed, will y'all. see with the new president just kidding not gonna get political um but i mean i just i i know now what i want to pursue in a post rona world yeah. and how i want to meet people and how i want to show up and like maybe in a year or two years we can refilm this podcast having so much more Ooh, that'd be exciting. knowledge of like how to make friends and what we expect out of friends and things like that because it's an ever-evolving journey we're still in our early 20s figuring it out i know we're uh, fresh out of college we're I not know. fresh like year <laughs> two year. years yeah a year <laughs> damn it's been a year wow <laughs> we're getting yeah. old <laughs> but sign us up to go to a nursing home yeah for real <laughs> all of the older people are like um unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> sorry 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 yeah sorry y'all sorry we're not old we're babies (laughs) but thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode thank you helena for being on it was so much fun to connect and to chat this is like one of the realest hoes go follow her at helena with three a's four Four? oh damn she added that fourth thanks Um, for having me but yeah of course yes i did too but I, i really hope you guys enjoyed the episode um stay tuned for further episodes every week on friday um i hope to do more episodes with helena because we have so many more topics to discuss juicy you know i love your presence yeah oh <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> me too girl but yeah thank you guys hope you guys have a great rest of your day bye, over everyone. and out peace out <laughs> bye <laughs>